What's up, assholes? I'm in bed right now. What time is it? Two seventeen in the night. It's a uh, cold, cold uh, Thursday night, Friday morning. I it's fucking freezing. My sister's here, uh, so I was at my mom's for the past few hours. I was hanging out. We watched the first episode of Westworld. And my sister's into it, though she's creeped out by it, which was expected, totally. Um, and my mom was watching this show called Zoo on Netflix. It's like a cheesy uh, CW production quality type thing about animals who turned on humans, you know, and animal apocalypse basically and they're just fucking hey humans and now they want to kill and she finished up season two of it and started season three and it turned from that animal apocalypse into uh basically children children of men you know where they found the cure to it but the cure made humanity sterile and somehow everyone took the cure somehow for whatever reason so yeah i don't know it it this show like it has a fun i like the premise of it right but in the three and two and a half episodes i watched with with her today i'm like uh, i'm probably not gonna watch the show you know it's like shit after after i watched westworld and ozark and the morning show and fucking bojack horseman and let in the avatar series or franchise and and uh, 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 Young Justice and like all my favorite shows and all the ones that are really, really good. It, it's like hard to watch crap, you know? And Arrow is a show that I liked a lot through high school. I Not liked. I loved Arrow, you know? And The Flash and like all those other CW shits. Especially The Green Arrow is my favorite superhero. Oh my gosh, why am I getting messages? God damn it. Stop that. Um... Green Arrow is my favorite superhero, you know, along with Iron Man and Black Canary. Those are my three favorites, basically, of all time. I couldn't sit past, like, season four of Arrow or something because I, I couldn't, I literally didn't watch anything past the episode. Actually, that's not true. I, I, I mentioned it, like, a few months ago that I did watch that one episode, um, like, the first episode of like season seven or something where Ollie's in prison in prison, which I think was actually kind of dope, but I didn't watch anything past that, but I stopped watching from like season four or whatever the season was where Felicity broke up with Oliver and then literally stood up out of her wheelchair and walked away after having been paralyzed. So the type that's the type of writing that that's dealing with you know so anyway this show zoo i i don't know maybe if my mom's watching more of it she'll probably be watching it tomorrow and i'm going over uh tomorrow night um to hang out a little bit and should be getting more work done um instead of doing that but you know my sister's here not that often and she's my favorite person in the family so i'm gonna go hang out while she's here you know if she lived here i'd never fucking visit <laughs> and i know it I know that about myself. I'd never visit, but it, she's not here. So it's like when she is I'm like, oh shit, I'll go and hang out. Um, yeah, so that's fun. I had to hire a makeup artist for this Sunday shoot 
which I think I mentioned. I should have mentioned this. Have I just been full steam ahead on this shoot without mentioning it for the past couple episodes? Possibly, potentially? Maybe. Um, I've been, like, heavy figuring out this photo shoot. How the hell I'm getting it done. I got the two act- the two actors. The models that I... Um, that I've been trying to figure out. Um, I've got I've gotten two models locked down. I think they're good to go. or not going to be a problem. Um, ah, shit. It's going to be snowing on Sunday, though. And a few people are driving in. That's going to be annoying. You know? I don't trust people to drive uh, to something that they're doing for mostly free. Or basically free. The only one I'm paying is, is this... Uh, is this makeup artist. And it's only because I do not imagine I will ever be able to find a makeup artist within a week for a five hour long two model four look photo shoot, you know, for free. That's, that's probably not going to happen. I was almost able to do it, but then the chick like was like, Oh shit. I just found out I was supposed to COVID a few days ago. And she was basically prepared to do it. Five, 5 PM to 11, no 6 PM to 11 PM. Uh, in Williamsburg, you know, and if I had to cover like uh, uh, supplies, no problem. Like that kind of thing is absolutely, I'll do it. Um, but that fell through. And then I met a bottle, not a model. I met a makeup artist yesterday or the day before when I was in. Um, no, yesterday I uh, I had to go to the Nine Studios to get like an orientation reorientation because I hadn't been in two years, two and a half years. And I had never been to the Williamsburg uh, studio either. And that's where we're shooting out of. So we're going to go over there, um, do that. And I, and there was already a shoot that was about to start going on when I got there and the makeup artist on the shoot, I got her details. Her price is a hundred bucks more than I'm paying for the makeup artists that I've already worked with that that I hired for that I ended up hiring for the shoot. I don't know why I didn't think to hit her up before. You know? When I first started looking for makeup artists, I don't know why I didn't think to hit her up. I should have done that immediately. Um But then I finally thought of her, I was like, oh shit, Kiana's avail- Kiana might be available. Maybe I'll go with her. You know? So and the best thing about her is that she's certified in in TV and film uh, effect makeup. It's just not that's just not the thing that she does like mainly these days, you know. But she's certified to be able to do it, and she has all the equipment and shit. And she, like she sent me uh, photos of like a couple of uh, specific things, like crystal-y type stuff for for the snowy look that we're trying to do. Um, I was all I was almost gonna mention. Hey, maybe I should bring like some flour. You know, like some some uh, unbleached flour, like, you know, for fucking baking and put that in like a container and just like bring that and use that as try to pass that off as snow and not flour. And I it, it could possibly work, but I'm trying I'm not trying to like fucking do that. That'd be wild, I think. Um, I don't know. Whole thing, whole thing. It, so far is a good setup. I got Brandon on board, so he's going to shoot behind the scenes video stuff and he's going to get to shoot uh, as well, like on the on the day. And Jordan, I told him he could shoot as well after I get my stuff done, you know, between me shooting and 
and each model waiting for the next look like to 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 do the next uh between them like waiting for us to like switch lights and stuff or or for them to get in the makeup chair and whatever between that they'll get to shoot stuff but it we're gonna have it's gonna be a little bit tight because it's four looks you know to do in five hours um right and it'd be fine if those four looks were like oh we have two makeup artists they're gonna do both of them uh simultaneously in chairs and then we'll get that done no it's gonna be like one's in a chair while we're shooting actually so one's gonna be in a chair right get all the stuff we're gonna set up the lighting then uh and i think we're gonna shoot her first anyway and then she'll come uh and shoot while uh the dude model is gonna be in the chair and while he's getting his face beat we'll shoot you know I'm I'm gonna keep saying dude model chick model. It's Julianne and Will. Those are the two models. We're gonna be shooting. Uh, I'm gonna be shooting Julianne, and if I finish up with her, and then Will is still in the chair, then I'll let like uh, uh I'll let Brandon and Jonan jump in and take some shots for themselves. You know, collaboration. You know, I don't want to bring them on and have them gain nothing from it. I mean, I guess like some of it is is learning a bit you know jonan's does jonah doesn't know how to do hard hard lighting he likes soft i mean his entire thing is about like you know low co- not low contrast but working from flatter images to create you know to have more flexibility in post which i understand absolutely every photographer understands that but like understands the want and the need to do that but i think you know if he wants to do editorial stuff, I mean, all he wants to do is work with people, which awesome. If he wants to do editorial stuff, I feel like he's going to have to learn some more of the harsher techniques and be able to bring in his style onto that as well, you know? Um, or maybe I'm just projecting what I want to do onto him, which I, I can, I think I'm, I think I'm, I, I can be aware enough to know that, you know? He, we have almost opposing styles. We're like yin and yang when it comes to this. I'm punchy and bold and fast-moving and fast-paced, and I have a million ideas, and I'm just throwing them around. I'm just figuring them out, and I'm letting the model do their thing for the most part, and I'll stop them, but that's me. Fast, punchy, bold, quick, get the shot done. Very documentarian versus creative, and he's very much the opposite. And I mentioned this a few times before. Um... Uh, I have multiple times before on this podcast, like the whole, the whole dichotomy between uh, uh, creation and documentarian style photography or creating at all, you know? Um, so, so that's what I, I, that's, that's one thing for him. But I mean, he, he also doesn't get in the studio very often. He hasn't been in studio I feel like I can count the amount of times that he's been in studio, basically. I've I've been with him in studio half the times he's been in studio, so it's not many. So he mostly uses soft boxes. I've never seen him use like just a straight up harsh, uh, hard light, non-modified strobe or anything like that. So that's something. So beauty dish, gridded stuff, he hasn't done that, and I'm and I know that for this shoot, like I'm gonna end up using a ton of gridded uh, grids and and snoots and and 
uh, beauty dishes and stuff. And, like, soft boxes are going to be done to, like, fill in shadows of color and stuff. You know, gelled soft boxes and stuff. They're not going to be anything, uh, uh, like, to... I'm not going to be using soft boxes as key lights very much, I don't think. You know? Maybe for Will. Actually, no. I'll probably use the for the first for the first looks, but for the second looks, it's going to be a lot more punchy than the than the first ones. The first ones are going to be a lot softer, I think. You know? Uh, more beauty than glamour, if that makes any sense at all. You know? Um, what I was I was playing around today in a thing I found. I was looking at a bunch of Lindsay Adler uh, videos. She's a photographer. She, I didn't, it, you ever like discover a photographer? Uh, I guess, I don't know. The people who listen to this, y'all aren't photographers. I know that. And it's like fucking two of you. Four people listened to the last episode. I guess putting this shit on my in stories does do something. So maybe I won't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, or maybe I will. I don't know. This is for the future of me to worry about. Um, I was listening to a bunch of Lindsay Adler or watching a bunch of Lindsay Adler videos where she's talking about like her techniques, um, you know, and how she shoots and things about her. And like, also I listened to like a 40 minute, uh, uh, thing, you know, she was doing like a, like a keynote speak or something about the photography, like the business of photography and how to be intentional as a business person and that it that aligns with everything that i that i already live and do but i don't think of it that way per se you know i don't think i don't think so deeply into it because you know me i'm very go with the flow ish like macro intention micro micro flow if that makes sense you know like i'll i'll go with the wind here but it's, I do everything tinged by, uh, not tinged, but like with the subconscious know that, hey, this thing doesn't contribute to my plan for the next two years or for the next 10 or anything. So got to figure out whether that, whether that makes sense for me in the short term to do in the long term. So that kind of thing. But she she thought she does it like or the way she shaped her career, she started for her first few years, like first 10 years of shooting or seven years of shooting. She just shot everything. She did newborns, even though she hates doing it, which I'd never shoot newborn uh, photography. I don't think I could. I That's not something that I want to do. And like she she was like uh, doing very basic portraits and very like, you know, graduation stuff and charging, you know, 50 bucks an hour for, for photography and stuff. And she was doing enough just to break even. And in a way that's basically what I ended up doing for a while. But it was also like, she found after she went to school for photography. And after that, she like submitted a, a portfolio uh, to a company I don't know if it was a magazine or something, um, to an editor. And the editor looked through it, like, in front of her, you know, and then handed it back to her and said, I think you should start over. And she was like, oh, here, then look at it again. And he was like, no, I mean, you should start over and make a portfolio because you have all the technical abilities of what of a photographer, what a photographer should be able to do. Light, 
a, a, a shot properly and expose properly, you know, compose properly. You're supposed to be able to do, obviously, uh, fucking set, you know, set up a scene. You're supposed to be able to do properly, uh, pose your models and your subjects properly. That's all stuff that photographers have to be able to do anyway. But he was like, after you leave here, I'm not going to remember you or your work because this is bland and cookie cutter. And I can imagine that so much because so much of the people who shoot shit, like I look at websites so often for shitty photographers, not shitty photographers, photographers who are bland and boring and have no, they're, they're the most stock of stock. And it's not even like good stock because there's stock photography that you can kind of tell, like, think of like, a. You know the meme with the dude looking back at some chick who's walking and his like his girlfriend and he's holding hand with is all jealous and whatever. I can imagine what a person the person who shot that would shoot a bunch of other similar scenarios, you know? And it's there is some kind of distinction to it because it feels kind of there's a this obviously super, super commercial, right? But it's not bland. It's stock, but it's not bland. You can have stock not be bland, but that's what I imagine uh, uh, her old stuff looked like. And actually, she showed a couple of photos in that, like in her PowerPoint or whatever, um, her old work. But her style is also something that I aspire to be colorful and bold. And uh, she's very, very clean, which I like, but not for myself. I like mess. Uh, I think mess and and... and grunge and inconsistency and that kind of thing is what that's the spice of life variety is the spice of life and mess and grunge and that that's what makes stuff unique so i like a little bit of mess in my in my work personally um i don't like things to be perfectly perfectly clean all the time um but other than that i think like there we're not far apart you know uh, the only thing is she also she can also she's a retoucher and i think i'm gonna have to learn that if i want to be a photographer uh in the way that i want to be or i'm gonna have to find a retoucher that that aligns with what i enjoy you know but one of these things are gonna happen are gonna have to happen but um but her whole thing was like okay if this blandness isn't gonna work i'm gonna need to figure out what clients i actually do want to shoot because she doesn't want to shoot she didn't want to shoot babies and fucking graduations and events and shit she wants to shoot editorial stuff fashion stuff bold punchy all that and and the way that she found that intention was like she looked through all of her stuff and found her three favorite photos and picked what or the three favorite photos that she liked over all of them and picked what they had in common and then she tailored the rest of her shooting to be that right um and then over time she was able to charge more um and actually she ended up just charging more like off the bat she was like okay people who can't people who are willing to pay a thousand dollars an hour for a shoot are going to pay a thousand dollars an hour for a shoot they don't give a shit that you charge 50 bucks because they're not looking for a deal they're looking for good work right? Or great work, or they're looking for something unique and something exclusive, possibly. Um, so 
That's what I'm thinking about uh, recently for this. But I realize that I move like that already. I kind of, uh, no, no, that's not true. That's not true. My mind, I imagine myself to move like that. But I don't in practice, you know, because I still charge 200 bucks an hour for a shoot, which is not much. I mean, it's it's something, but that 200 bucks an hour entails like running around on the street, grabbing a couple shots, you know, it's not a full service. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not a, it's not an experience. It is a service, but it's like a fiver or a, or a, uh, you know, a fucking, what's the other, what are the other shits like fiver? You know what it's mean? You know what I mean? It's like, if a freelancer gets hired to do this, to do a task, it's a blunt instrument type of thing versus an experience, which would be, I hire a, I have a, I have a makeup artist that I work with on, on a daily. And I have a, uh, hairstyles that I work with in a, in a, and a, um, uh, what are they called? A fucking, uh, fashion, you know, wardrobe stylist that I work with. And I have an assistant that helps me on certain things. And we work, uh, on location or in studio, or we make out a proper plan for it. And we like, you know, we do all that. And it needs, there needs to be a we to it. And listen, I can every once in a while take the odd, like, you know, uh, uh, street shoot. We run out, we do some stuff, but I, that's not, that's not the goal uh, for me, really. Like, I like doing that, but that I'd do that, like, for fun. But the stuff that I'd want to do for work is that big stuff, that collaborative, because I like leading a team. I love leading a team. That's my favorite shit to do. I don't do it very often. I like to let other people lead as well. I'm not, you know, I know what to step in, but I love to lead a team. It's fun. Um, it's fun as fuck, you know, delegating, collaborating, doing all that. So, so that was the whole goal for this 12 month, you know, one project a month editorial project is to set that up so that I get, you can't get the work you do without doing the work. You can't get the work you want without doing the work that you want, you know? So they get, like, fucking Vogue Italia or GQ style or something to hire me to do some editorial shoot with some celebrity or supermodel or whatever where everyone's getting paid multi-thousand dollars per project or whatever. To get that, I have to be able to show that I can do that. And I haven't actually ran a photo shoot like that. I've been on photo shoots where I've had directors uh, who have gotten people who they've, they've, um, they've, they source the models and they got the stylist to get the clothes and they found the makeup artist and they found the location, and everything. And I just show up and I do my magic and I shoot and I collaborate a little bit but I'm not the one who put this team together and I'm not the one who's responsible for the overall shoot. And I need to figure that out because if I do that, then, and listen, I even know that GQ style and Vogatali and all these, you know, big magazines and editorial stuff and like ad campaign stuff, all of them, I know that they also end up hiring, you know, other people. Like they, they hire every part usually and they don't like delegate to one the one creative because a photographer is very rarely the sole piece not i can't say rarely but the photographer is not the 
they're not the end all be all, you know, for a lot of these things. Because a lot of it comes, it's a collaborative effort. Obviously, the photographer is the one who finally captures the vision, right? They're the one who does that. But then, even past that, the photographer isn't always the one who edits the photos, right? Sometimes they have to send it out to an editing team or retouching uh, professional retouchers who already work with the house that, that hired you or whatever. So, all of that. But I figure if I can put together this kind of thing, over the next 12 months, shoot... Uh, you know, I'm shooting 12 looks, but no, I'm shooting 12 shoots, 12 shoot days, 12 concepts, but two looks each kind of, so 24 things to show. And I mean, some of them are going to be multiple, multiple models. So even this one, um, I, I guess I could count each of them as a, I could count each of them as kind of a separate shoot because it's, you know, one male, one female, uh, and then each of them are doing a light look and a dark look you know, one heavy makeup and one light makeup. So I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be a wild shoot. I can't wait to fucking do it. I ordered, I ordered, uh, clothes off of forever 21. I just hope that shit arrives in time because I waited too long and I didn't know that forever 21 and all those fast fashion brands have such long wait times for shipping. I didn't know that I'm used to like, especially when you pay for like expedited shipping expedited uh, express shipping like next day shipping isn't even next day on forever 21 or on sheen or whatever the fuck those things i, I even checked on sheen the shit's still over a week when you hit expedited or express shipping you pay 20 bucks for shipping and they'll and they still wait you know they, it's still a week long wait to get your shit um and then for forever 21 it's uh, uh still two to five business days and i'm like damn i don't have two to five days days so I had to, I, I shipped it to, um, I had it shipped to store and I hope that they could just pull it in the store. Um, and then, you know, tomorrow I got to go pick up a bunch of stuff. I got to go pick up the Z7, uh, that I rented off bar lenses. I had it sent to UPS instead of sent to here, though. I guess I should have had it sent here instead. Um, you know, just so I'd have to pick up a box and everything. Um, and then I had, what else? I ordered a turtleneck, a white turtleneck off of Express for me, but I'm going to, like, I'm, it's mine. I'm not going to return it because um, this is something that I've probably wanted for a while. But I'm going to use that for Will's look, uh, his first look. And then his next look, I'm going to do bare, being, you know, no, no top, just like topless uh, makeup and, like, a f uh, glitter and shit going down his chest I want to do. Um, it'll be a sick shoot. I can't fucking wait to do it, man. It's going to make me so happy. Anyway. I think that's it. What else can I talk about? I was going to make burgers today, and I was going to make donut holes. I ended up not doing either of them because my grandma came home and made burgers. Um, and made the burgers even though I told her, hey, I want to do it because uh, I bought burgers because I wanted to make them. You know, I bought burger burger meat because I wanted to make it, and she ended up doing it. Um, but she left two over, so I guess I'm going to do those tomorrow. And I was going to make donut holes, so I went over... I was going to make them tonight. I went over by my mom, though, and I brought the... They didn't have... My mom didn't have buttermilk, so I brought the buttermilk that I had here 
because uh, my grandma brought, bought some, I guess, for baking. So I took it out of the fridge and, like, brought it with me. And then we ended up watching that show. My mom was watching that fucking Westworld and then chatting for a bit and watching Wipeout until 2 a.m. Wipeout, of all things, you know? Um, <laughs> Wipeout is wild. I haven't seen that shit in forever. You know what I have? I also haven't seen in forever? Uh, the actual news. When my grandma comes home, the first thing she puts on is the news and the and the last thing she turns off before she leaves is TV. The only thing that stays on all day is the news. And it's not even the news. It's CNN. And it's just constant uh, fucking Trump-Biden, Trump-Biden bullshit this. Uh, fucking insurrection. Uh, uh, this is a democracy. This is a disgrace to our democracy. <laughs> Boring, dumb, annoying, repetitive, unimportant shit. And when I say unimportant, I mean unimportant. It's the, it's nothing. They're not telling us anything new, nothing. I finally, I was with, I was, uh, I was at my mom's and she turned the news on, News Twelve, and it's actually, oh, huh, a cop gets arrested for child pornography. Oh, a dude gets a dude gets arrested for child abuse on the you know, on a subway platform where he's, like, punching his daughter and shit. Um, which he launched a good, like, right hook. I was actually kind of surprised and impressed, all, as well as appalled at the horrific child abuse going on, but whatever. Um, I'm like, shit, there's actual news going on. All this stuff has taken place in the Bronx, by the way, but obviously... <laughs> course it's the Bronx where else would it be um yeah I think that's it on my 30 minutes in I should fucking knock out I gotta be up in the morning to run a bunch of errands grab stuff B&H Express potentially run to Forever 21 and buy more shit unfortunately whatever we'll see good night